Happy Monday, Wildcat fans, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. We are going to talk more about the Pac-12 media day reactions, Colorado, Arizona, and a bunch of different options. Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. Um, we are first, we're going to keep continue to talk about Pac-12 Media Day reactions, Colorado, Arizona, maybe a little bit few of the Northwest schools, exactly what's going on. Now, for the longest time, we've heard from all the Pac-12 schools that they are in solid, marching in solidarity with each other, that uh, there's a great deal right around the corner. Um, don't worry about the details. It will happen. Um, we first heard this back in uh, August 2022. Um, we are now in, well, almost in August 2023. And right now we're kind of at the point, I think, where a lot of people are, all right, uh, yeah, we've heard enough of this. Let's see it. And like we talked about yesterday or on a Friday, a big part of the skepticism, too, is because of the Pac-12 seeming to be a little less than uh I'll just put it to you, disingenuous. How about that? Um, the uh, thing with the Pac-12 is this, is that you watch them and a lot of it is just about talk. Um, you look at the Big Ten, when they got their deal done, it was done very quickly. When the SEC got their deal done, it was done quickly. When the Big 12 got their deal done, it was done quickly. And there was a minimum amount of minimal amount of talking about it. There was actually action. Well, and while some conferences take a couple weeks, the Pac-12 says, don't worry about that. We'll take a couple years. And if you see George Klievkoff, maybe he's up to something right here because Klievkoff, unbeknownst to anybody, it's like some kind of like nuclear warhead is over my head at the moment. Um, Klievkoff, though, says that and maybe to his credit, he says, the longer we wait, the better the deals get. Well, that's an interesting, uh, generally when uh, media companies are uh, shedding uh, employees left and right, that's kind of an interesting pill to swallow right there. But be that as it may, who knows? Maybe there is some legitimacy to that. I say liar, liar, pants on fire, though. Um, now, uh then some of his other remarks about how he thought he was going to be sly by saying we didn't want to announce the immediate deal today because we wanted to focus on football, strongly implying that a media deal was done. And James Crepia from the Oregonian asked him about that. And you could tell that uh, Klievkoff got a little uncomfortable. And he said, well, that's not exactly what I was saying. You're reading too much into it. That is the key. A lot of bluster, a lot of hype. And at the end of the day, just say that you're reading too much into it. Um, that's basically what the Pac-12 is doing at this point. That's what the Pac-12 has been doing for the longest of times. And again, that's why I believe absolutely nothing that they have to say as I'm looking for my notebook. Um, all right. So let's first talk about Colorado. 
Colorado is the first school that a lot of people have uh, indicated might uh, might be the school to leave. Um, and there's a lot of reasoning for that. First of all, if you listen to the hype, Deion Sanders would prefer to be in the Big 12, more of a Texas uh, lifeline to him. And um, I think it's probably – I don't know that it's easier to recruit, but certainly I think a lot of the kids that he's going to try to get, especially if they become good, are out of Texas. And then – after that, you've got uh, uh, Rick George, who the uh, Colorado president, who was saying that we need to see numbers. And uh, again, there were no numbers that were placed. No surprise on this end. But he, um, and then when he was asked about the future of the conference, he kind of ran out the door. Um, obviously, he didn't really want to talk about it in a one-on-one -on -one setting. He said he had a plane to catch, which I believe. But you also have to go to Pac-12 Media Day expecting that somebody's actually going to ask you some questions. The Pac-12 media says, aha, are they uh, Pac-12 presidents say, nope, we lay our own uh, rules right here. And that's probably why we are at the point that we are at at this point. Now, let's talk a little bit more than about the Pac-12 um, and where Colorado is. Colorado is an interesting case because obviously they were in the Big 8, the Big 12, and it's not that long ago the Colorado football was actually really, really awesome. I remember when Colorado football was really, really good in the 90s with Bill McCartney and Rick Neuheisel. If you remember, they won a national championship in the, uh, in the 1990s. I believe it was 1990. And so they were one of the top 10 programs. Now, on, obviously, they haven't been very good the last 20 years. It's, uh, but their interest is certainly at an all-time high with Deion Sanders now as the coach, bringing in his son, hotshot quarterback, and obviously a really nice recruiting class. It will be interesting to see what they can do if Dion can coach, because if Dion can coach, then uh, Colorado is probably going to be in pretty good shape. And you can obviously tell that the interest at Colorado is at an all-time high right now, strictly because of Dion Sanders. When you sell out your spring game and you're not Alabama or uh, you're one of your traditional blue bloods, you know that there's somebody in there that's doing something right, and that somebody in there is Dion Sanders. Um, and again, Dion comes in with a lot of bluster, a lot of bravado, but at this stage, too, you also got to say that he's not an empty suit because at Jackson State, at Jackson State, he went in there and he turned it into the best uh, um, historically black college, for lack of a better term, going, the best HBCU. Now, granted, he was able to get better players than everybody else, but he certainly acquitted himself well. So you gotta like, you gotta like, and on top of that too, Deion Sanders in typical Pac-12 form, where everybody wanted to see Deion Sanders at Pac-12 Media Day, he didn't have, he didn't show up because he had his foot amputated or something like that. He had to have his, or I know he's had his toe cut off or whatever. So either way, Deion Sanders probably the fastest player to ever play in the NFL. Probably not the fastest player anymore though, but. Either way, it's very much on point for the highlight of Pac-12 Media Day, not to show up at Pac-12 Media Day. That's how we do things here on the West Coast. Now, some other ideas, some other uh, thoughts here. USC, UCLA, I think the Big Ten is a bum athletic conference, to be honest with you. Um, it's a bunch of slow guys that aren't, aren't really, aren't very good. But I do understand, though, where the financial stability comes from because 
These are really good academic institutions and they are in major cities. Like everybody likes to say about the uh, Big 12, this is they're not a truck stop conference right there. Like some people like to say about the Big 12, we will get to those people here in a minute. But I understand the alert. And so if you're USC and you're UCLA and you've got a $70 million TV deal that they're trying to get you to sign, you're going to go ahead and sign it because it makes a lot of sense. Um, honestly, I get it. I know a lot of people uh, thought that uh, the Pac-12 would um, Pac-12 would implode or excuse me, that the uh, people were surprised by this. They shouldn't have been. We're going to tell you why on the other side. But first ebaymotors.com all right the right parts the right fit the right prices ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers all right i'm a u.s customer believe it or not and i know nothing about cars but ebay motors is here for neophytes like myself to go get the uh, motors at a better rate and then hire somebody else to put it in my car for me that's called cutting out the middleman. I am the middleman right there. eBay Motors allows you to be the middleman. You're smarter than any other middleman out there. So wipe out the middleman. Go to ebaymotors.com. The right parts, the right fit, the right prices. eBay guaranteed guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. We're going to talk more about Colorado and Arizona and some other schools in the Pac-12. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Thanks for making this your first listen of the day. My dad said you did not mention Eric Bieniemy. That's actually a very good uh, call there by Vance Luke, Dr. Vance Luke right there. Um, so with Colorado, though, you certainly don't get the indication that they are married to the Pac-12. And honestly, I think it's hard to be married to the Pac-12 because I don't, there hasn't been a media deal. How are we this far along and there's still no media deal? And sorry, I don't buy that. Uh, I don't buy that the Pac-12 is aging like a fine wine and that there's more and more uh, suitors coming up there. And the Pac-12 is just being bludgeoned with offers that they can't possibly get through right now because there's just so many of them. Rolling eye emoji, rolling eye emoji, rolling eye emoji right there. All right. Now, let's talk about Arizona a little bit. Arizona is interesting to me because... Arizona doesn't want to leave because, again, all I care about is the athletic aspect, but these are academic institutions, though, as well. And when you're an academic institution, you'd much rather be tethered at the end of the day to Stanford, Cal, Washington, schools like that, than your Iowa states, your Oklahoma states, a bunch of gross schools, to be honest with you. Um, but you also don't have any other choice. I don't believe at some point when you don't, when you don't have a media deal, 
you can sit here and say, I would, well, we want to do this. We want to do that. We want to do all of that. But if there's no media deal, what are we doing right here? That's like me saying, you know what? I'm going to play in the NBA, but there's no offer coming. Well, I'm just going to sit here and still play in the NBA. I don't need to do anything else with my life. That offer will come sooner or later. That offer needs to come. And we've seen absolutely no indication that there will be that offer. We'll find out. But I still say liar, liar, pants on fire. Now, Arizona, from a fan perspective, there's a reason that everybody wants to go to the Big 12. It's the best basketball conference in the country. In the country. In the country. Two of the last three national title uh, champions have come from there. Kansas is obviously at the apex of basketball. How cool would it be to have home and homes each year with Kansas? Going into Fog Allen, then coming to McHale? Yes, please. Um, then you look at other schools. Baylor is a top 10 program now. You look up and down. Kansas State, TCU. Um, uh, Houston's joining. Cincinnati's joining. UConn is going to be joining in the next couple weeks. At that point, you pretty much have a lock hold on the Big 12 right there. Or, excuse me, on basketball. And I don't see it giving up any space anytime soon. So that's exciting. And the Big 12, unlike the Pac-12, actually cares about athletics. You don't go to a, you know, everybody talks about, oh, UCLA, Poly Pavilion's a dump. And when you go there, there's nobody there because they don't care. That didn't used to be the case in the 90s. I don't know what happened, but nobody cares anymore. Guess what? You go to Fog Allen Fieldhouse and it's like McHale. You, it's been sold out since the time of the Brontosaurus ran the earth. And on top of that, it's a fun fan base. That's the kind of stuff Arizona fans want. And dare I say, we deserve. All right. So that's why I'm all for it. And as I've said, I don't believe that going to the Big 12 diminishes a Pac-12 or an Arizona education. It just doesn't. Um, so, and I'd like to see somebody actually make that case for me. I don't believe in that whole thing about how, oh, you know, you're uh, you're judged by the company you keep. Well, that's cool. Um, but at the end of the day, one of these is not like the other. Stanford is not Arizona. And that is okay, like I said. So, that's what kind of where we're at with Colorado and Arizona. I'll... Uh, like I said, at some point, you got to have a deal on the table. If you don't have a deal on the table, oh, shoot, i got to take this off. If you don't have a deal on the table, you got to start doing what's best for yourself. Now, the Northwest schools, that's where it's interesting. Because Oregon and Washington, make no mistake, are not married to the Pac-12. As a matter of fact, Oregon and Washington, you can easily make the case, easily, that they are... Uh, basically just waiting for a Big Ten invite. And it would make sense because Oregon, or Washington is in a major city. It's a good academic institution, good at football, good fan base. Washington makes a lot of sense to move up. To, uh, move up. Oregon, not quite as enticing as Washington, but they're still the Nike school. That counts for a lot. Now, if Phil Knight pulled out his Nike funding, maybe it gets a little bit different right there. But... Phil Knight is not pulled out as Nike funding. So that's where those two schools are. And I do believe 
that whenever the Big Ten does come calling and does offer them, that those schools will be the first one jumping out the door. And I also don't believe that they're going to wait around for a $70 million, that they're going to wait around for a $70 million TV deal. I think the Big Ten will be able to get them at a discounted rate because here's the deal. A discounted rate in the Big Ten is still a lot better than a pro, uh, pro-counted rate? I don't know. Whatever. In the Pac-12. That's just the way it is. So I think you're going to see both those schools. I think you're going to see both those schools uh, hop the second that they can. Now we'll see what exactly happens there, but I think that makes a lot of sense. And I still don't buy this whole thing about where, they, where the Pac-12 media deal is coming from. In this day and age, when you've got so many leaks, so many people saying yada, yada, you know, this, that, and the other, and we're, we're at this point in the game, and there's been no media leaks about anything, whether that's ESPN, Fox, ABC, whatever the case may be, you start wondering, why isn't there one? Because generally these leaks happen. Um, and I don't believe that the uh, Pac-12 has this buttoned down in such a way that nobody will possibly see a leak because the Pac-12 is so on top of their game, like their secret service agents. Um, so I'll believe it when I see it. I am a man of action, or at least I pretend to be a man of action. Actually, probably more pretend to be a man of action. But I still believe that at some point you've got to see something. You've got to show something for me. And if you don't show anything for me, then I'm going to say that you're full of it. And that's right now what I'm saying, uh, that you're full of it. Now, let's take a quick break. Come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about Media Day and get you ready for tomorrow's show as well. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. We are talking about the cats and um, where uh, where they should Again, it's just my amateur opinion, but I would much prefer to see them in the Big 12. And that's kind of where we're at. So what does that mean then for ASU? I say I don't care about ASU. Ditched ASU, leave them in the Pac-12. Let them flounder. They deserve it. You, you know their president, uh, Herb, I mean, not Herb Crow, Michael Crow, um, is he doesn't like sports. He's been fairly upfront that he doesn't like sports either. So. I say, keep them in the conference here. You don't have to worry about sports. We'll go off and play in a conference where people care about sports. That is the best case that I can make right there for you. Simple, simplistic, and just the way it is. So, and I do believe that I I get some people to worry about, oh, well, how will Arizona fare in a better conference? Arizona will be just fine in a better conference because guess what it makes you do? It makes you step your game up. No more going through the season where you're playing Oregon State, Washington State, and getting fooled by all that nonsense. When you're playing Kansas, you're going to figure it out really quickly. When you're playing UConn, you're going to figure it out really quickly. All that stuff, you're going to have to figure out, guess what, really quickly. I think Arizona will be just fine. When I was growing up many, many eons ago in the 90s, um, the Pac-12 was awesome. You had Lute Olson had a top five program, top 10 at the very least at Arizona. Jim Herrick running things at UCLA. Still the only time I was ever I ever feared UCLA. Mike Montgomery had a top 15 program. Then there was always uh, another school. Like you had uh, Todd Bozeman cheating at Cal. I like that. Um, 
Bill Bill Frieder was uh, Bill Frieder was fun, but like I said, you always had kind of these tertiary schools right there that were always kind of uh, whether they were cheating, whether they were point shaving, or whether they just got lucky, they were around. It made the pack interesting. We don't have any of those cheaters or point shavers anymore. Nor do we have people that even care about athletics. That is what is annoying about it. And when I say athletics, I am saying basketball. But we have the great Jed Fish. We have the great Tommy Lloyd here. So we deserve better here at the University of Arizona. All right. Speaking of Jed Fish, we're going to talk tomorrow about all the great coaches in the Pac-12 conference. There are many good Pac-12 coaches out there. And you look around the conference and there's not really any dead weight. And uh, how did this come about? We're going to find out. We're going to talk about that and... We're going to start going position by position in the conference and talking about which Arizona players have the potential to be a top five uh, player at their position in the conference. Unlike the past where the answer was zero across the board, we actually have good players this year and we are going to market them as they should be. All right. On that note, I'm going to sign off here from the Monterey Travel Lodge right here. Appreciate all of you. I'll be connecting with you from Tahoe <laughs> coming up in a day or two. But as always, really appreciate you keeping it locked on, Wildcats. You have a great rest of your Monday. I will be back with you tomorrow. That is called fair warning. But again, thanks for making this your first listen of the day. We will talk with you manana.